The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. Your host is Sheila Ali. In this program, we'll help you discover your purpose, passion, and power. We'll help you gain confidence, get the most out of life, and become magnetic. It's time to be the person you deserve to be, and the person to help you with that is the next voice you'll hear. Now, here is Sheila Ali. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Magnetize Your Presence, and I'm your host, Sheila Alley. You can reach me by email at radio at SheilaAlley.com, by telephone at 902-578-0509, and on my social media networks, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, or add me on Google+, and never miss an episode by subscribing to us on iTunes. Today, we're talking about magnetism and how it relates to love and attracting love. So when we talk and think about charismatic people, we often refer to them as being that person who everyone gravitates to, the person who stands out. And that's one way of being magnetic, but there are also magnetic people who have what I call soft magnetism. Made that up. They are confident, they feel good about themselves, and they lead a very balanced life. And for them, being magnetic is feeling peaceful, joyful, and because of that, they attract what they really want. The thing about being magnetic is when you're in alignment with the real you, you attract what you want. And that what that's what leads us to our show today. Attracting the love you want means you are aligned with your authentic self, the real you. And the real you is the you you're meant to be, not the you that is constructed from the beliefs and attitudes you've picked up from others. A couple of weeks ago, I did a show about the identity gap, which talked a lot about that. So if you're interested, you can always go back and check that one out. How well are you connecting with romantic love? Have you found your soulmate or are you attracting relationships that are empty and unfulfilling? And would you like to attract a loving relationship, one that feels deeply nourishing? If you answered yes, you are in the right place. My guest today is Shelly Pumphrey, the love strategist. Shelly is a licensed professional counselor and psychotherapist, and Shelly is also a Voice America host. And the name of her show is Destination Love, and you'll want to check that out later, too. Today, we're going to be discussing the biggest misconceptions people have about attracting love, what holds people back from getting the love they want, and how to become more become more authentic in your relationships and align with attracting the love that you want. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable and relax and let's welcome Shelly. Hi Shelly. Hi Sheila. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on your show. I love I love what you just said too. I just talking about being aligned with who you are and how that can be powerful and magnetizing what you want in your life to you. Yeah, yeah. So we're on the same page. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. 
So before we before we really get into it, can you tell our listeners a little bit about why you're passionate about helping people find love? And you're Absolutely. so passionate that you actually got a a, um, a radio show about it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, I really, I, I've been a therapist for over 20 years. And in, I mean, probably the, the number one thing that I've helped people with is figuring out their relationships and finding love. And in particular over, you know, probably the last five to 10 years of my career, I was working with a lot of single people and this kind of, it it seemed to evolve um, as online dating has become more popular and people were Mm -hmm. coming into me and just feeling just completely traumatized by the whole dating experience. Um, And it just became something that I was talking about all the time. And um, it, you know, when you talk to people about it 20, 30 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, you become Mm -hmm. really, you know, you start to see the patterns and what's going on with people. So I really decided that it was time to take what I know as a therapist um, and put it to use to help people improve their relationships and in particular to help them with dating and attracting partners that they want. Um, So that's kind of the professional piece about what drives me to do this. But I also have a personal side to it as well. And I was... Um, I was married for 10 years and went through a divorce about six years ago because I was incredibly unhappy and felt, um, you know, that life was too short to continue to be in a relationship that wasn't working. And Mm -hmm. so I took the plunge and left and really did a lot of work on myself to um, figure out relationships and what needed to change in me to start bringing in more love I- into my life and to make my relationships more alive and passion- passionate and more aligned with who I am as a person. So um, it's really been a two-sided journey, one that's very personal for me where I can, um, you know, I can walk the talk that I give out to mm-hmm. people um, and then just professionally and just being able to offer that to people and um, to bring my knowledge as a therapist um, into my coaching and and therapy business here for people. Wow. Well, you sound like you've got it covered <laughs> from every angle. You've got it covered. I yeah. try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, with the tra- and I can understand with having seeing people every day, every day with the same problems, you certainly would start to see patterns. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how would you say being magnetic uh, helps with attracting love? And you can use mag- magnetism in the way that you you do with your clients. Well, I actually use that word a lot too when I'm helping people understand. This concept. Um, the way that I really look at it is that we are like magnets for love. And mm-hmm. it's really about the subconscious beliefs that we have inside of us. Like it, there's kind of two layers. One is the subconscious patterns and beliefs underneath that sometimes we're not very aware of. And then there's also just what we put off to the world and just kind of, you know, and who we are, what our personality characteristics are like, you know, what we do for a living, what our hobbies are, like that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. being magnetic, like starts with those underlying beliefs. And this is an, this is always one of the most interesting topics that I 
talk about with people because so many people are unaware of this being kind of um, a problem in why mm-hmm. they are attracting certain types of partners or not attracting certain types of partners. So most people have some form of negative self-belief in there. And some mm-hmm. people are very strong and some people you know, have done work or they're not struggling with it as, as much. So a lot of those beliefs usually go um, somewhere along the lines of I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, I don't deserve love, I'm unworthy of love. And when we have a belief like that, then of course we're going to go out into the world and we're going to attract situations and partners that validate those beliefs. And you might on the surface be saying, oh, I love myself, I'm just fine. Yet Mm -hmm. every partner that you bring into your life is emotionally abusive or distant or they cheat on you. And you just can't seem to figure out why this pattern is continuing. And so I always have people go and, you know, dig deep to find out if there's some of those underlying beliefs in there. And nine times out of ten, there is something around those lines. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is that when we have a belief like that, we we can try to bring in healthier people into our lives, but we will discount any experience or person that comes along that is not in alignment with those beliefs. So if I have a belief that I'm not lovable, if somebody comes into my life who is this wonderful partner who's doting all this love on me and is healthy... If, that, if I really have that deep belief that I'm not lovable, I guarantee you I'm going to find a way to sabotage and push this person away. You know, it might be that I, I think that, oh, this person's boring or um, he couldn't really love me. You know, I'm not good enough for that. Um, he must not see the real me. Sometimes it's more blatant. Sometimes it's more subtle. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how that works. It, it's that deep pattern of um, pushing people away because of the way that we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, on that more surface level where, you know, if we want to attract a certain person into our lives, we need to be in alignment with who we are. Like what you would mentioned at the beginning of the show, like if I'm really passionate about yoga um, and I want to have a partner in my life that is all into yoga, well put that out there, you know, Mm -hmm. go to yoga classes, act like you love yoga. If you don't really like yoga and you're just doing it because it seems cool to wear Lululemon pants and, you know, Mm -hmm. do all that kind of stuff. When you find that partner at that yoga class and you're not really into it, that's not going to be a good compatible match. You're, You're not really putting off something authentic out into the world on that surface level, you know, Mm -hmm. so there's those things that need to match as well. I don't know if that's the best example, but maybe you get the point. Does that Mm -hmm. all make sense? Yeah, it does. And I understand what you're saying about that. And what I've noticed with subconscious beliefs is just for the whole thing, they're subconscious. And when, and I like the example you use, when somebody meets someone who is would be a good person for them they find all kinds of reasons why they're not because and they don't know consciously they don't know they're doing it right because they say oh he's this or that or uh and because they don't know that they don't love themselves yeah and i think that's kind of like the catch to actually find out what those beliefs are because subconsciously you would never say no i don't like myself or i don't love myself Mm -hmm. most people would say yes i do 
even right. when they don't. Right. So, um, yeah, and I, I, can, I yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I well, I just I just want to reiterate that like it's just hard for people to see that sometimes that 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 really mm-hmm. is an underlying pattern and and it really is it's very human. I mean, I I this isn't just in our culture. I think it's pretty significant in our American culture, but um, mm-hmm. this is not unique to our culture. It, it's a human experience no. um, that people get caught up with those self-limiting beliefs. And I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They can get in the way of a lot of different things in life, not just finding a partner. Oh, yes. <laughs> so what... Um, when you work with your clients, I'm assuming then that you have ways to uncover those beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and one of the ways, you know, just kind of what I was talking about a little bit earlier is to look at these patterns. So if you have a pattern of pushing good guys away, um, that right there would be a place to start looking. Like, why am I pushing these people who on the surface look like they're, you know, a good match for me? What is it that's really going on? Because there's no um, evidence that would say, or, you know, that would support me getting rid of this person. Um, You know, so starting to kind of notice the patterns is probably the most um, important thing. If you have a pattern of sabotaging when you're, um, you know, as soon as things are getting good with somebody, that mm-hmm. would be something like, you know, you have a really intimate moment with someone or somebody wants to be more committed with you and you've been happy up until that point. And then you start to do things, you know, maybe you go on a date with somebody else or you start distancing um, or find, you know, some reasons to um, start being irritated with this person or you find some superficial reasons that you don't like this person. Mm -hmm. Like I can't stand the way he chooses food. Um, Mm -hmm. That would be, you know, some red flags there that you could start looking at. Okay. Well, that sounds very interesting. And we're uh, coming up on a break. So when we come back, we'll talk about that a little bit more, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so listeners, while you're waiting, go over to magnetizeyourpresence.com and download the seven-step magnetic presence formula. And when you do that, you'll get also get my monthly magnetism tips and special surprises. And I'll see you back here in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and welcome back. We're talking about attracting love into your life. And my guest today is Shelley Pumphrey. So we were talking about um, limiting beliefs earlier before the break and how when somebody doesn't really attract the people into their lives that they really want, usually those um, relationships they don't want, and you uh, you as a a therapist can help them. We were talking about some of the ways you, you do that. One of them was looking for patterns. Can you tell us of another way that you might help your clients. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of the other things that I try to have people pay attention to is the language that they use. Um, mm-hmm. the, the phrases, the little comments that we say often leave a lot of clues to how we feel about ourselves deep inside. So, you know, if you, if you're making comments like, um, I'm going to be single forever or, nobody really likes me or, you know, somebody gives you a compliment and you don't accept the compliment and you say, um, you know, somebody tells you you're, you look nice in that outfit and you say, oh, I'm too mm-hmm. fat or, mm-hmm. um, you know, this isn't the best color on me. You know, like you're, you're deflecting compliments or good things um, or having these little, I call them, you know, little mantras that we repeat to ourselves, mm-hmm. like, um, see, that's why everybody, you know, every guy date breaks up with me, or, um, you know, I I keep attracting losers into my life, like, just little things like that. So, if, you, if you're having some comments that you're saying, whether it's your internal thinking, or you find yourself saying it to other people... Um, that's definitely a clue that you've got Mm -hmm. some self-limiting beliefs. And if you're not sure, what I would do is ask um, your best friends or family members that are around you and and talk to you the most often and ask them if they hear you saying things like that. Because sometimes we say them, and again, because these self-limiting beliefs are often subconscious, we don't even catch ourselves and we don't realize that we're putting this out there to other people, but other people might say, yeah, you say this one thing all the time. So Mm -hmm. I would get some honest feedback from people um, to see if they notice any patterns like that. Okay. Well, that's, and really what that is, is an affirmation. If you'd say that there are, one thing I hear women say is there aren't any good men. Yes. I've heard them say there aren't any good men. So if you keep saying that to yourself, it becomes an affirmation. And of course, that's what you'll get. Exactly. Whatever you affirm. Yeah. Yeah. So language is powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, language is powerful. And people don't really notice what there's but I guess when you bring your attention someone's attention to it, then you can start looking for it. 
Yeah, Once absolutely. you know that that could be happening. Yeah. So when you're coaching your clients and they say, I'm looking for a certain type of person as a mate, and they sometimes they have a whole list of people and they need them to look a certain way, they need them to be this and that, uh, what are your suggestions or what do you say to that? Well, to me, the first thing that I always tell people is that you need to be who you want to attract and then you also have to believe that you deserve that person in your life. So mm-hmm. if you, you know, again, like just using a dumb example, like, you know, if you're a pro skier and you want to attract another pro skier into your life, well, um, you know, that's a match. But if you're a pro skier and you're dating pro golfers all the time, you're mm-hmm. not going to, you know, find a good match. So you know, and and that's a superficial example, of course, but looking at like the qualities that are important to you, like, you know, going to that idea of magnetism, like, are you a really passionate person? Do you like to travel? Are you a risk taker? Or are you somebody who really just likes to, um, you know, have a really stable life and hang out at home and family is really important to you? Like, what are those values? What are those things that you hold near and dear to your heart? And are you putting that out there to the world? Are you allowing yourself to be seen? Because a lot of the mm-hmm. times, and especially if we have those beliefs that we're not good enough, um, we hide. We, we can spend our entire lives hiding who we really are. You know, like maybe you're a, a closet um, you're a closet cat person and you're afraid that every guy that dates or every guy out there is going to be wary of you because you like cats. And there's all these stories about being a crazy cat lady or something, you know? So Mm -hmm. then you, you, you say, Oh, I hate cats. I don't like cats. And then the guy comes over and you've got five cats in your house, you know, like another superficial example, but you have to have the faith and the courage to put yourself out there. And if you don't mm-hmm. have that faith and courage, then again, it comes back to that, that question of what are your limiting beliefs? What is it that's mm-hmm. keeping you from letting yourself be seen in the world? So that's really um, kind of the first, like the most significant way um, that I think people need to help them find a certain type of, of mate that they're looking for. But then there's this other question, like sometimes people will come into me and they'll have a list a mile long of all of these qualities that they have to have in a, in a partner. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through the qualities and sometimes they're so detailed that I could see how you're never going to find a partner. You know, if you're like, he has to be 6'5 and mm-hmm. drive, a, drive a car that costs over $40,000 and he has to have a career in banking and... Um, he has to have, uh, you know, like just kind of superficial things like that where it gets so specific that you're, you're closing yourself off to the possibilities. Uh-huh. So what I always tell people is make a list and go have fun with it. Put whatever you want on it. Try to stay away from a lot of the, of the superficial things like, um, you know, like it's okay to say what kind of person you're attracted to and have uh-huh. some standards like I need somebody who has – a same the same education as me or a certain financial status um it's okay to have those things because those can say a lot about lifestyle and how you can connect with somebody but mm-hmm. um after you make your list go through it and i usually say take the depending on how many you have in there take the top five maybe even top 10 but definitely the top five priorities that you have to have in a partner 
And then you make a list of five deal breakers. And the deal breakers are set in stone. I mean, maybe they could change as you get older, you know, life circumstances change, but those are things that you're never going to back down on. And then let the rest of the stuff on the list be a guide. It's kind of like, you know, extra spices you can put into a meal to make it taste better, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to be there to get the nourishment of the food, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a, a more concrete way to look at how to, you know, get clear about what kind of partner you want. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed too is that if you if you want if you're looking for qualities that a person has, say if you want somebody who's honest and has integrity and who's dependable, and you don't have any of those qualities, yeah. you're not likely to attract someone like it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and also with, like you said, having that list of they have to have look a certain way. I mean, when you love, love hasn't doesn't have anything to do with, I don't believe, how people look. Yeah. Um, that sometimes if you, and I've seen a lot of pitfalls, things, you know, for women, that they when they go for people for just for looks or just for money or just for one thing in particular, they, uh, it usually turns out badly. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not authentic. Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. it's too surface level, and you know that might get your initial attraction going and have that chemistry there initially, but that's not what sustains relationships. No, no. Yeah. And the other thing too, there aren't any perfect people. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you're aren't. looking for perfect, you're going to be single the whole year. You know, you'll <laughs> be in and out of relationships or single your whole life. It's just, yeah. there's no perfection. There's no perfection. Unless you're perfect, then you can attract someone perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to meet that perfect person. If you are that person, let me know. I'm still yeah. looking for them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. You can't, there's no such thing as perfect. Right. So, what um, are some red flags you see when um, when you see people heading to dysfunctional relationships? Or let me rephrase that: If you were going to help someone find a partner, attract a partner, and they have a history of finding dysfunctional relationships, is there anything that uh, particular? I mean, like personality traits in people that you might say, "Oh, this is definitely a, a problem." Like the personality trait would be something that is causing them to attract these kinds of relationships? No, the personality trait in other people, like say sociopaths or something like that. Okay, like why are they attracting sociopaths? I don't know if I understood the question. Will you ask me again? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, that could be a question too. Why are they? But, <laughs> Good question. But, um, and maybe this is, anyway, I'll ask you anyway. Um, because I, um, yeah, how would you recognize one? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. How would you how recognize? How would you recognize somebody who, because sometimes when you meet people and uh, your brain doesn't work because love is blind, like they say. Right, right. And uh, you might get attracted to people who are really not a good person for you. Yeah. And probably, that you know. Yeah. Do you Boy, have I any could, experience with that? I could talk don't. about this for hours, honestly. Oh, good, okay. Um, so I'm going to decide how in depth I want to go on this. Um, real, so 
I guess on the surface level, what I would say is, first of all, if you have a pattern of attracting people who are unhealthy or abusive in some way into your life, or, you know, there seems to be a lot of buzz about people who attract narcissists. You know, there's right. a lot of that in, the, in social media lately. And, um, you know, if you have a pattern, then I would say the best thing to do is to seek some therapy and have a therapist um, help you figure out what's going on within you that's attracted to somebody like that. And it's often because we've had somebody in our childhood, you know, a parent who had some of those traits or, you know, there was some abuse or some trauma. And that's not always the case, but it it can be. So a therapist can really help you or a dating coach, but probably more of a therapist if we're dealing with this kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. They can really help you figure out what those patterns are if we're really dealing with some really strong dysfunction. Um, But some things to kind of look for, like, at the very least, like you said something important, you know, we're, we get really blind in the first few months of love because Mm -hmm. we have a ton of chemicals that are rushing through our brain and they're all there to help us connect with somebody. Those chemicals are something that have been there since we were cavemen. And it's all about Mm -hmm. keeping us alive as a species, as human beings. And they make us feel good. Even, I mean, we could be dating a sociopath and feel really good about it because we're so high on these love chemicals. And it's it's because our brains at some point were meant to just help us connect with somebody um, and not really look at the bigger picture of, well, is this per- person really compatible for me or not? Or is this a healthy person? It was just meant to help us evolve as a species. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of pay attention to, to that. Um, so that's kind of the first step. And uh, Okay. Can you hold that for a little bit? Yep. And we'll go to the second step after <laughs> because we're coming to a break again. Yep. And listeners, while you're waiting, go over to magnetizeyourpresence.com and download the seven-step magnetic presence formula. And when you do, you'll also get my monthly magnetism step, uh, tips and special surprises. And I will see you back here in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America.
This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and welcome back. I am talking with Shelley Pomfrey today and we are talking about magnetizing love into your life. When we left off, we were talking about being love blind, and she was saying what that actually means is that when you first meet someone and you're attracted to them, there are all these chemicals that are going through your um, brain, I guess, that is your brain, that sometimes you don't really see the person for who they are. And this is important when that person is probably someone who's not the right person for you. And what I meant, what I was talking about was sometimes there are people who are charismatic on the outside, which is a fake charisma, and they try to get people, suck people into their web. And so, Shelley, maybe you could talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, um, you know, kind of um, going back to this idea of the chemicals that make you, you know, feel so happy and love and, and you, you can feel so good that you overlook some of these qualities. And mm-hmm. so that can be with somebody who maybe isn't even that charismatic, but it's particularly danger- dangerous with these men or women who are very narcissistic or, you know, sociopaths, whatever you want to call them. Um, because they don't look bad on the surface and they can, they're excellent at drawing you in. So, um, you know, so you want to just remember that no matter who you're dating at that moment, if you think this is the love of your life, this is your soulmate, the person you've been waiting for, I don't care who the, who you think it is, your brain is not thinking clearly in those moments and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you should doubt everything that's going on it just means to be a little more careful um, if things seem like you know if, if you're with somebody who is moving really fast you know like they want to move in with you in a few weeks or they're telling you mm-hmm. they love you within a week or you know things are just really quick um, or mm-hmm. they're just constantly Um, constantly needing to be with you. Maybe there's um, even some little hints of jealousy or they just seem to be checking up on you all the time. Those can be some red flags. Um, And the other thing to kind of pay attention to is to look at who's around this person. Does this person have friends? What kind of friends do they have? Do they keep, you know, have they been able to keep a stable job? Um, have they had a lot of failed relationships? Um, and if so, why have they failed? What's the story? You know, if somebody's mm-hmm. telling you, I've had all these relationships and then they badmouth every partner that they've had and seem to blame all the other partners, that's a red flag. Somebody who's mm-hmm. not taking responsibility um, for all of these failed relationships, I would pay attention to that. Um, somebody who seems to really kind of puff themselves up like you know mm-hmm. talk, uh, talk about how great they are and um, you know really seem self-centered those are some red flags um, mm-hmm. you know a lot of things like that and again if you're not sure 
talk to a therapist, talk to a dating coach, talk to your friends. You know, if you're not quite sure, introduce this new partner to some friends early on because Mm -hmm. your friends can sometimes see the things that you can't see. And Mm -hmm. it's always interesting to see how this partner can interact um, with people as well. So if you're not quite sure, that's always a good test. And then you have to listen to your friends. Like so many people come to me and they're like, they don't even tell their friends what's going on because they know that their friends don't, their friends are going to tell them the truth. Um, You know, that they don't like this person and they don't want to hear it. And that's kind of like a telltale sign there that you really do know. Your intuition tells you that this is not a good person and you want to hide it. Yeah. You want to hide it from yourself. Yes. Yeah. Pay attention to that. That, those were all really, really good um, examples you gave there. And and things, well, not examples, red flags, things to look for in people. Good. I'm glad that can be helpful. Yeah. So um, for our listeners, when they come across someone who, if they have that problem, and they, it's, it's I think it's um, good to have that in your mind before you actually go out to date. Yeah. To have all those ideas and, and things that can happen. Right. So that you, um, you're you more likely to pick up on it. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's yeah. not going to end good. It won't end good. No, no, yeah. not at all. So what are um, the biggest misconceptions you think you see people have about love and attracting love? Uh, that is a great question because I think we have a lot of them. Um I think, you know, there's, and I will say, especially for women, we get such an idea, like from the moment, like when we're little girls that this, you know, Prince Charming is just going to arrive and it's going to be this magical moment and it's going to be, you know, he's going to whisk us away and everything's going to be okay for the rest of our lives. And even though we know that that's a fairy tale, there's Mm -hmm. still this underlying theme um, that we have in our culture that that kind of says that that's true. And so we mm-hmm. have this idea that there's, you know, quote, unquote, unquote, the one out there for us. And when it happens, it's going to be easy and magical. And we'll just know it when it happens. And sometimes for some people that absolutely happens, but mm-hmm. that's not always the case. Some people have many ones. Um, so I think kind of getting rid of that idea that there's only one perfect partner for you is one of the first things that I would say. Um, I always look at it as like each partner that you have, whether you're dating somebody for three months or three years or three decades, people are there for what I say, a reason, a season or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And you may not know whether they were there for a reason, a season or a lifetime until you get to the end of your life and you've been with this partner all this time. Um, so you may not know until, you know, you look at it in retrospect, but um, take each partner as something important for you. Like what, what am I going to learn from this person or this experience and be open, be open to many types of love. Like who you are when you're 20 years old is very different from who you are at 30 or 40 or 50. And you might have a very different experience with a partner at any of those ages. So I think it's important to just be flexible and open yourself up to all of these possibilities. Um, So that's, that's one thing. Um, 
And then there's also this other idea that love is easy. Like if it's your true love, you're not going to fight or everything's just going to come easy between the two of you and you'll just be magically compatible. And that's not the case either. I've never met one couple or one person who was in a perfect relationship. And if they, if they've come to me and said, there's no conflict, I call them out on that because if there's no conflict, there's a reason that there's no conflict. It's probably because they're uncomfortable with conflict. You know, it's not because there's no conflict. Um, Right. So remembering that love, it shouldn't be hard work all the time, but it can take work. It takes work to nurture a relationship. It takes work to um, grow a relationship in, in a healthy way. So get that idea out of your mind that, if I'm not if I'm not in an easy relationship, that it's probably not the one I need to be in. Well, it's not always the case. So those are a couple of things that I I try to um, have people think about um, and kind of change their thinking around when it comes to finding a partner. Yeah, it's um, it can really bog you down to think that there's that there's not going to be any kind of uh, fighting and stuff or disagreements because from what I see and my experience is that we all we're all different mm-hmm. we come from different backgrounds we're different people so in order for two people to get together and actually not have any kind of um, conflict I don't mean in a conflict in a bad way but just not like disagreements or not being able to see things eye to eye I think this kind of it has to be that way because people right. are people are not we're not exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, and I think the if you work through it, and when you become assertive, and strong in who you are, and you can talk through it, it and work it works itself out. It's yeah. all about good communication skills. That's what I think. I would I 100% agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Just a quick question here. Uh, what holds people back? Because we kind of talked about this before, but is there anything different that might you might see that holds people back from getting the love that they want? Um, I think, again, going back to that question of, are, do you have some underlying beliefs that are magnetizing the wrong kinds of people or experiences to you or away from you, repelling them away, <laughs> people away from you? Um, that's... Definitely the bottom number one core thing that I would um, consider. And then um, I also think that it's important for people to know what they want and who they want. You know, we kind of talked a little bit about this before, like make that list of, of who this partner is, what you want this relationship to be like. But a lot of people don't really know. And sometimes, you know, after we go from one relationship to the next, we get a lot better at, at knowing what we need and want. Um, but mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be the case. Like, if you're really getting in alignment with who you are as a person and becoming that magnetic person, you get clear about what's important in your life. You get clear about who you are and what kinds of people and experiences you need to have in your life that will help enhance you and make you happy and feel fulfilled. So mm-hmm. get clear, like get really crystal clear on that. And and I think if you're struggling with how to get clear, that's where, you know, doing lots of um, 
things to help you grow and increase your self-awareness are important, like listening to a show like this, reading books, mm-hmm. going to therapy or hire, hire a coach, um, mm-hmm. go to some events where you do some intense immersion experiences that are all about relationships or your spirituality or some kind of personal growth thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, like to me, like that's personally, that's such a, vital part of what I do and I want you know I think if you want to be that magnetic person make that a priority in your life and it'll help mm-hmm. yeah so when you get to know who you are yourself then you can attract the person you want but yes. if you have don't have any idea who you are what you actually want and even to know what your um limitations are what your limiting beliefs are like you talked about before once you know what's holding you back yourself you have a lot better uh, opportunity then to um, to tr- attract somebody who's good for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I noticed that we're coming up on a break again. And um, so in just in two minutes, we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and welcome back. We're talking with Shelley Pomfrey today about attracting love. Being, being a magnet for love. So, Shelley, um, if you're someone who's having trouble attracting the right person um, or you're not attracting anyone, what are some of the te- steps you should take? And we've kind of talked about this before, so this will be like a, a little recap. Yeah, so, again, um, go back to those limiting beliefs, figure out what they are, and work mm-hmm. on changing them. And... Um, I always like to like. I'm a fan of Tony Robbins, and mm-hmm, he likes he likes to use the word incantations. And what he says is, if you look at the word incantations, like when we're saying negative things to ourselves, 
it's those cantations, like I can't find love. There's no good men out there. Those are incantations. So if you want to change the wording and focus on incantations, these are the positive things that you can look at. Like there are many good men or women out there for me, or, um, you know, there's an abundance of love. I'm a beautiful person and I will attract a beautiful person. Like really focusing your words, your language, and your thoughts in the area that you want to go. Um, So that's a big piece. And I I always like to say um, where the focus goes, the energy flows. So wherever you're focusing, if you're focusing on how lonely you are, you know, here we are up near the holidays, people get really kind of freaked out about being alone or single during the holiday time. Like if you keep focusing about how miserable it is to be single, well, in my world, you're going to keep like, that's all you're going to see. You're going to keep looking for experiences to validate that you're miserable and single. You're going to keep energetically, spiritually speaking, again, my belief that you're putting that vibration out into the world that I'm miserable and single and I don't believe I can be loved and I don't believe there's anybody worth loving out there. And guess what? The world is going to bring that back to you. The universe is going to bring that back to you. So focus Mm -hmm. on what you want to have in your life. Get clear on what that partner looks like. Get clear on um, what that relationship looks like. And my, I think one of the easiest things to get in the habit of doing is to visualize every single day. And I think when you first wake up in the morning is a very powerful time to do it. And even if you take five minutes before you get out of bed and just lay in your bed and start visualizing this partner. Think of this perfect ideal person that you want to attract into your life and start seeing yourself with him or with her. Start visualizing how you're going to feel with this person, what life Mm -hmm. is going to be like when you're in that place and really let yourself get uplifted and inspired and excited by it. Um, And Mm -hmm. let that, you know, and usually when you start doing it every single day, the vision becomes clear. It's almost like you start watching the same movie every day. Mm-hmm. And then it just becomes reality. Like you just keep focusing on it. You know what it looks like. And I guarantee you, you will be amazed at the people that start coming into your world when you start doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. it blows me away sometimes. I like to just play with that kind of visualizing stuff just for the fun of it, just to see what I can attract into my life. So, um, you know, that's mm-hmm. why I love that your show is all about this magnetism because it. To me, that's what it is. Like, be who you want, think about what you want, and it will come to you. But you've got to. The thing is, uh-huh. yeah, we visualize anyway. Yeah. We always visualize. All the time, right? And the thing is, most people visualize stuff that they don't want. Mm-hmm. And it's in the form of worry. Right. So I kind of, I think the next person I get will probably be like this or it'll be like that, which is mm-hmm. usually in a negative way. So yeah, we visualize anyway. So, right. and I do that. I, I, I mean, I visualize on purpose. Yes. With what I want. So it's not yeah. just in love. It's any kind of way. Yeah. yeah. So continue. Yeah. Um, and I, but I agree with you. Like we do, um, we visualize all the time. So just mm-hmm. become really aware of your thoughts and where, where you're focusing it. Um, and let's see what, what else, um, the other thing I want to say is fall in love with yourself first. Oh yes. Yes. You cannot 
find somebody to love you if you don't love yourself. It, it just goes back to those limiting beliefs. Like, be in love with you. Treat you like a queen or a king and and figure out how much you're worth. Like, I feel deeply into that. And if you struggle with that again, maybe time for some therapy, maybe time to do a lot of healing and personal growth to get yourself kind of tuned up in that area so that you can feel good. And when you start loving yourself and being okay with who you are as a imperfect, I always like to say perfectly imperfect human, um, mm-hmm. then you start to be, you're okay with being seen in the world. You put yourself out there. Um, you're in alignment with who you are and magically all of those people will start coming into your life. All those experiences will come into your life that, um, just kind of it's like this mirror effect it just shines it right back at you so Mm -hmm. that's a key love yourself love yourself first i think that's probably the very first step Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and that and sometimes people think of loving yourself as in being Mm self-centered but it's a totally different thing yeah it's just an appreciation of who you are right and yeah and having compassion for yourself. Like, we are yeah. all human. We are all in this world together. None of us are perfect. And just uh, stop stop being so hard on yourself. That's, you know, That's we right. all do it. We, and yeah. when, you, when you do something that you feel like is wrong or a mistake, laugh at it. Put it out there. Like, the more that you put it out there, you free yourself of the suffering and the pain around it and the embarrassment and the shame and all those negative things that, that come up in our minds and our hearts that keep us feeling low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I think, too, you could also start uh, taking compliments mm-hmm. and saying good things about yourself. Yeah. In your mind. Like you said, with the affirmations. Yeah. So, Shelly, it's almost time for close to our close. I would like you to tell our listeners how they can reach you, and uh, you also have something for them. Yeah. Um, I. You can go to my website. Um, the easiest way to reach me is at thelovestrategist.com, and um, I offer coaching, retreats, um, and I also have a Voice America talk show uh, that's called Destination Love on the Variety Channel here. And um, if you want to go, one of the things that I do a lot of work on is with people understanding what I call the love style. And it can be a really important way for you to find compatible partners. So if you go to my website at thelovestrategist.com, you can download a free quiz that will help you understand what your love style is and see if you're attracting incompatible partners. Wow. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today, Shelley. And listeners, I hope you take all those tips and strategies, because there were a lot of them, and apply them to your life and business. And thank you so much for listening to, and I appreciate each and every one of you. So make sure you join the conversation over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sheila Alley Coaching. And you can also find me on Twitter at Sheila E. 2016. I'm your host, Sheila Alley, and you've been listening to Magnetize Your Presence. Best wishes on this holiday season. Thank you.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Magnetize Your Presence, The Art of Creating Charisma. Please join your hosts, Sheila Alley, and another of her amazing guests next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready for another magnetic event next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.